Okay, everybody. It, that's my uh, official uh, intro now, right? Okay, everybody. Here we are. Oh, here we are. There we go. Yeah. I already messed it up. Uh, I was inspired by a lot of my uh, favorite radio show hosts and TV show hosts. But um, yeah, so here we are. Episode 35. Uh, it's January 15th, 2021. We're two weeks into the new decade officially new year yeah happy birthday dr martin luther king there we go and then this monday is the uh official holiday um i think at this point how many did do all 50 states do it now at this point i was about to say except for arizona but i'm, I'm they not still sure won't do it I'm i think not... arizona did it like a year ago or like some for some reason like like they did it a couple years ago like right before mccain died i i, I feel like that but maybe i'm probably wrong um but anyway everyone knows like the uh, the message and everything um, you know um but yeah here we are uh end of the week friday shook how are you feeling right now um i'm good man the knicks kind of went on like a little tailspin but you know unlike Supposed um, former Nick fan Andrew Yang, you know I'm, I'm gonna stick with them through through the bad weather. Okay, we're gonna jump into him. Um, my brother has actually been texting me. And he's been like, start watching every Yank- Nick game now. Start watching them because you know I I saw I used to watch every single game, mm-hmm. like literally every game, and then a couple years ago, um, just kind of when you share a TV with someone, like you just like watch stuff on your phone and then they do whatever the hell they want to watch. But, uh, but um, yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of politics, of course, and it's, it's beyond politics now, but uh, you mentioned Andrew Yang. Yeah. What's going on with Andrew Yang today? Oh man. Today he dropped like a video of him in like a bodega. Well, he called it a bodega, but like, it was yeah. one of those, like, you know, Essen. one of Essen. Like, a, like the, uh, Delicatessen, but it's Essen, those type of uh, corporate-looking uh, delis in the city. Yeah, it was like some somewhere in like Soho, and he's like, "You gotta get, you gotta get a um, you know, I gotta get my my breakfast of champions." And it's like two like, uh, I guess some some kind of like Chinese like green tea. Like that's not racial. The shit he put up, it had like Chinese symbols on it. I'm just saying. Like he was in a bo- he he was in a in a in a supermarket fucking, yeah in like some kind of midtown market like superette and I'm like there are no freaking like bulletproof like um glass he took my quote <laughs> he took my quote up. there's 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 no um you know Dominican or Arab fella like behind the counter like that shit ain't authentic man authentic is like. Last night, me going to my 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 deli, my bodega, and like, you know, talking to dude that makes the sandwiches and dude that that that's at the register, and I'm like, yo, bro, I might be moving a couple weeks, and I, I'm the only shit I'm gonna miss from over here is you guys as deli, cause and I, I like I was talking to the to the guy that made the sandwiches and I'm like yo bro man like thank you from the bottom of my heart for making me those BLTs at 4 o'clock in the morning or if I come in at like 6 o'clock at night you know I want like a ham and Swiss on a, on a hero like 
you know, I, that's a real like bodega, and it's just like my shit with like politicians is like I know you're lying to me, but at least like you know, be a better like actor. Like, and and a couple of days ago, he puts out like a video with his um wife. And his wife is asking him like questions and it's weird as hell because like, all right, this is your quote unquote wife for 20 years. And like, she's asking you like some simple, like dumb shit. Like, oh, um, what is that? Uh, Mets or Yankees? And he's like, let's go Mets. Um, you know, well, I'll, I'll see your, your problem. And then she asked Knicks or Nets. Uh, it's funny because it gotta you gotta have a little background. Like the owner of the Nets is um like the guy that that the that runs like Alibaba or something like that. Like no, uh, AliExpress. Something. It's like yeah, it's like Amazon, but it's Far East. Okay, there you go. And like he, so he's he he, you know, Joe 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 Josai. That's his name. T-S-A-I. I don't know. I don't care. Um, so that's like his his buddy. So he switched teams and he just shits on the Knicks and he's what? like, Oh, like I you know, I'm I'm not a Knicks fan anymore. They've been losing for too long, blah 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 blah. And like he's but in the first part of the video, he was like, I was in the garden for Larry Johnson's four point play, and it's just like all right, dude. So you you you're celebrating like the year you you're like amplifying the fact that you were in the garden the year that the Knicks like literally snuck into the playoffs and made like a miracle run to the NBA finals. You're celebrating that. But the Knicks losing is what made you a Nets fan. Like it's, it's weird. No, I agree. Uh, I was uh, conversing with my brother. Uh, us three, we have very similar um, bullet points. Whenever something happens, like, Shogu sent me something, and my brother sent me the same thing, and we just like kind of like riff on it. Uh, yeah, but what the whole thing with Yang um, seemed very, uh, I know we're still in the intro, but like uh, it seemed very hollow and very inauthentic. You said authentic. Yeah. Um, it looked like a supermarket. Um, I have stories of, you know, like going into a, I always call them delis, but people, bodega, whatever. I say deli, 7 a.m. Yeah, deli, like, bodega, you know, it's all the same, you know what I mean? Corner store. I'm like, hey man, if they, they, most of the guys around me are uh, Yemenis, and mm-hmm. those dudes been through a lot. They're the ones who are getting, you know, bombarded still to this day by the U.S. and other countries. I don't get political like that, but um, 7 a.m. Hey man, I'm at, hey man, it's cool. And he's like, go go go. So I get like, I get like a six pack of beer like seven in the morning. Back in the day, you know, I'd be like, is it cool if I get? Because some places you're not supposed to like sell after or whatever. And they're like, no no, go man. And the guy has like a jig joint in his mouth or you know the uh the hookah thing, but it's obviously like weed in it or marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Um it's it's more um it's like a neighborhood thing. Um Manhattan has neighborhoods, of course, but a lot of the neighborhoods vanished and then they turn into sectors of real estate agencies. Like you want to live here, you want to live in the Clinton, Clinton. That used to be the uh the the West Side, you know, that used to be a Hell's Kitchen. Anyway, so Yang also had a whole thing when he was running for president on the Democratic ticket about uh, talking about uh, WWE with um, the policy of independent contractors. So when he dropped out, when everyone else dropped out, 
Uh, I think they alluded to Yang being part of the cabinet, possibly. And he said one of my goals would be to uh, target Vince McMahon and WWE with their policy of uh, benefits and health insurance for for uh, their talent because the employees get it, but like the talent, but the wrestlers don't get it. So we're also going to talk about today something with um, and that, like like something came up with a former WWE talent, uh, Lita Lita Dumas. Um, she on her Twitch mentioned something about Vince McMahon, and there was this famous thing that happened. I remember it vividly. I remember watching it, the live sex celebration, right? Yeah. So she's saying during the Twitch, she's by herself talking how you know how we are right now. And she mentioned that she, she felt forced or she was forced to do it. So we're going to jump into that as well. That's going to be a part of our uh, discussion today. But then also last week, if you guys were listening, uh, Shook uh, embarked on a new, adventure, a new adventure. And it is The Bachelor. Been on for over, like, over 20 years. And... Uh, Remind everyone why you uh, embarked on this new uh, this new adventure of yours, Bachelor. Well, because before this year, if you look like a, if you looked at a picture of like the what like twenty guys that came before him, like it was so so damn white. I thought it was like you know when like it's snowing outside, like real hard. Like if you was like living on a house in like the middle of nowhere and it was like a blizzard and you just look outside and you get like that, that like a whiteout, like that's mm. what it looks like when you look at the picture of the bachelors, but yeah. they finally get, they finally got a brother on there. So I, I, I decided to give it, give it a look and, you know, li- I, I live vicariously. It's like, ro- it's like MLB road to the show. I'm playing suit. Su- it's like playing superstar mode. I'm just living vicariously through him. Simulation mode, and it's a winter wonderland when you see the white, the white outside. You know, you open the blind. No, uh, I actually am joining Shug on this adventure. I watched episode two, so I'm in on the loop of what's going on, and I have my own thoughts. So that'll be fun. I'll, I'll listen to what you have to say, man, and then because I love reality TV, um, so I'll jump into it. This is the first one I ever watched either, so I'll it'll be fun to watch. Um, yeah, and then we'll just you know wrap it up at the end, and this will be uh, episode thirty-five. Wow, we're getting old. Yeah, and one last thing because I didn't get to finish my Andrew Yang rant. I'm just waiting for the next. I, I joked on Twitter. I was like, the next video he's gonna put out is him eating a chopped cheese, but it's gonna be made out of like bison meat, um, Himalayan goat cheese milk, and like bread from like that's made from like yeast that was aged from like the ottoman empire or some shit like that like and it's just like yeah man new real new yorker is getting a real chopped chopped cheese and then he's gonna be like yeah the video after that is like him like getting a slice of pizza at his favorite pizza place sabaros like mike scott <laughs> that's two references i i i waited for you to say it i was like he's not gonna say it right the bulletproof thing yes and then the sobraros always like i'm gonna i'm gonna let this this is your thing man but I, if you don't say it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna say it but uh yeah um i'm on the same page with you um you know we have a he actually he lives here like part-time 
in New York. Mm-hmm. You know? So how do you still run for pre- uh, mayor if you, like, don't live for, like... Yeah, I know everyone else has, like, uh, vacation houses and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, like, the defense the I guess, like, the defense is, like, they'll be like, oh, like, you know, well, if you elect me, I have to live in, um, what's that, Gracie Mansion, so he'll be living here, and that's, that's, that's usually how that thing goes. I heard the excuse was, um, I have a two-bedroom apartment. Um, how how can I, how could I raise a family here? So that's why he has a house somewhere else in a different state, but fact check me, Snopes. I don't remember that. I don't, I don't know the complete facts, but it just seems kind of uh, fugazi. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, I, I think uh, I'm, when's the I'm, actual election? I have no May? idea. I, mean, I think uh, they November? they're just I think they're just like throwing their their name out there now. All I know is if it comes down to like him and a Republican, I might like write in. I'm gonna do what people did in 2016 when they wrote in like Harambe. I'm gonna just write in Pizza Rat, <laughs> Pizza Rat 2021 yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Okay, well, it's the series finale of Donald Trump as the President of the United States. And guess what? We might have a cliffhanger. <laughs> he may not leave. Anyway, so um, so a week ago, we talked about the insurrection. Yes, that's a real thing. Yes, it was an insurrection. Um, but people forgot about it already. We're already Failed insurrection, like thing. you said. Uh, they always fail. Uh, well, sometimes they, you know, they... So, um, yeah, so this is the first, um, the big thing to happen today, I mean, uh, this week was uh, Donald Trump, I'm going to say Donald J. Trump, but Trump um, officially impeached for the second time, 2019, at the end of 2019, he was impeached, uh, and then for that, it was the abuse of power, and it had to do with trying to get dirt on Biden, who is president-elect and it was dirt uh from a ukrainian it was it dealt with ukraine and like russia and everything and hunter biden so basically that's the reason why he got impeached um it was during the same time as the supreme court um hearings as well so we all remember that that's probably like a year ago probably to this month i'm pretty sure uh he wasn't impeached. He, he didn't um he didn't get, you know, uh, he's obviously, he was president again for another year. And now on Wednesday, the 13th of January, he, um, the, it went through where it's uh, incitement of insurrection. So basically he upped the ante. And if you go back to the first president who was impeached, it was um, talking shit to the Congress. That was the first, like, it was Andrew Johnson. He was like, hey, he's talking shit, man. Let's fucking impeach him. And then the second one was, uh, dude, he got a blowjob, and he said he didn't get a blowjob. Well, well I, did, I, look, I, I looked up the Andrew Johnson one. Like, yeah. what he basically was trying to do was, like, something, Um, I mean, let me, first of all, give you background on Andrew Johnson. Andrew Johnson is the worst president in the history of the United States up until um, this character here that we were discussing. Civil War related. But like, you know, I had to look into it and what he was basically trying to do was as president, try to like, um, he would change cabinet members back and forth because before that point, like you didn't have to like 
like they didn't have to confirm your cabinet through Congress. Uh, basically, Andrew Johnson, um, he he they I think it it um it was like the abuse of terms or something like that. Like he um he would you know change cabinet members at will, and eventually what came from it is that now like or from then on, you know all the cabinet members have to go through and be um approved by Congress. Something you're probably gonna see in a couple of weeks with um. President Biden, you know, everybody's going to get thing. But of course, with uh, the Democrats winning the two seats in Georgia, now Kamala Harris, you know, vice president, she's going to be the president of Congress. So she's the deciding vote. Should there be uh, um, should there be a stalemate? So you're going to see um the 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 cabinet members be approved and go through hearings and stuff like that at least now with biden you know it's gonna probably be a lot more traditional and qualified people so you don't have to like be watching this shit on cnn unless you really need you know you have an appetite for politics also it reminds me of 2008 Pretty much. Oh, well, you know, with the uh, Obama administration, everyone was vetted very, very closely by both sides for some reason. Um, I have an idea. <laughs> more so than the Jokers, the Jokers who actually, Bessie DeVos was like still there. I heard it. She's like, she's, she was like still there until now. Like, uh, that was one of the first person that were people that were uh, uh, ridiculed for being part of education, yet they're from, like, you know, we all that. And then, like, Vince McMahon's wife, Linda McMahon was part of the Small Business Bureau. Um, it was basically a lot of, like, friends. And then the people that weren't friends, um, it was, like, Trump's chess chess game, where, like, put 12 people ahead of you, and then, like, you know, every couple months, like, you drop someone else, you know? Now it's, like, he's against the goddamn wall, you know? Anyway, um, yeah, so Clinton... Uh, I remember vividly, like my earliest memories of like politics was uh, watching the deposition on TV. And it was the reason why he was impeached was perjury, um, you know, lying under oath. It, it's like people remember, they think, oh, like, oh, it's just because he had an affair, he got impeached. No, no, no. It's because he, he lied about it under oath. That's that's Clinton's thing. Yeah. Nixon resigned before it went that far. Uh, now Donald Trump, man, he's like breaking, he's like breaking records again, man. This guy's breaking all the records, you know. Two, two second, second, uh, only second impeachment for, uh, yeah, only time person, like, you know, only person that happened twice, yeah, especially with a week left. Um, but he, the difference between this impeachment and the first one was this one was actually bipartisan because you actually had 10 um republicans vote in favor of impeachment and just to give background the initial thing that they wanted to do was to invoke the 25th amendment which is um gives the um the the legislative branch and the vice president the authority to remove the president from office because of um basically the same thing right to try to like cause like an insurrection or some kind of like trying to overthrow the government or something like that but the republicans they refuse um to do so 
but some were amenable to the second impeachment because at the end of, like he he literally said at a rally um before this whole thing happened we're going to march down to the capitol and hold these people accountable for stealing the election or whatever whatever i'm i'm just paraphrasing i can't remember the actual well the actual words was we're going to cheer on our brave congressmen and women and everyone because hey and he goes he trump he said it he he's uh he's a sneak he's not dumb he's a sneaky little he's a sneaky man he goes you guys said this he goes he goes you guys coined this you not coined this but you guys said it stop the steal you guys said it right you guys said it right <laughs> like so he's not mm-hmm. like oh they said stop the steal oh i didn't say that in his bunker uh yeah so basically that's what happened and then he's like i'll be with you let's go down there oh let's march down there and he was in mar-a-lago like playing golf like five <laughs> two hours later. yeah he was like yeah like y'all do it y'all do it i'm gonna i'm gonna just watch through the window right here like <laughs> like this. I'm, I'm on he's like i'm on punishment i gotta stay in i gotta i gotta like y'all do it i'm gonna be at work as like you know well he watched the whole thing go down he stopped the national guard from enter you know from intervening um right. and it's crazy you know it, it, people could say oh like uh and then also giuliani with the trial by combat and he's like yeah i mean like what the hell i was just making a game of thrones reference and blah 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 but blah, blah. But, but that's based on a real thing from like the medieval times yeah not the place in jersey the actual medieval times feudal yeah. system but i you um, know but I've seen and people's like, you know, uh, it's just, you know, people taking what he said out of context. But I'm like, I've heard of people being caught up on like Rico charges. Like if you guys are film familiar with, you know, that drug culture and, and the war on drugs. Like, Mike, if like I was selling drugs, but you didn't know I was selling drugs. But like you was like, like yeah. I said, Mike, like, yeah, I was hanging out with you. And I'm like, Mike, like. I got to make a phone call real quick. My battery's dead. Like, can I use your phone? So I use your phone, call my, like, plug, or call, like, my client or something like that. They would take that and say that you were part of, like, my criminal empire because you, I used your phone. You awesome. know what I'm saying? Like, well, I've seen, I've, I've heard of cases like that. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like, Trump, you you did incite an insurrection. Like, you these people... Yeah you knew this was coming like oh. I, I said it last week i was like i wasn't surprised at all you, you brought up the whole thing about using my phone if like you were calling someone um i know people i know i've heard stories of people who got out after 10 years and they were, went to a christmas party and their like family members or friends you know got arrested because they he, they went to their house so so what did they get arrested for associating with known felons right it's fucking crazy you know this is incredible the the people it's and the people going in there they're um it it, it was set up that um just in general before all of this that once you enter the federal building like your phone gets a ping so as soon as you're in there with your cell phone like they know that you were there so that's why you're seeing all of these um uh, it's disappointing to 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 my partner here because he wanted to put out a video first, but they they get all of these like good fellas, 
like style like arrest now a matter of fact you know what it reminded me more of like um the end of casino when everybody got arrested I, in in goodfellas everybody got killed Yes, and we all know that. Uh, I used to have a poster of Casino over here. Casino is my pre- is is my favorite Scorsese film. Mine as well. Yeah, it's, it's we, we've said that to each other. Yeah, and that's that. At that, all right. So that's the debate that we can do one time, and that's that. He has the big glasses, or it's now I gotta have this catch up like a schnook. You know that whole thing. It's the same. He did the same g- gimmick for both things. Uh, oh, no, man. but let's talk about the guys. Uh, oh, the people who um. He has a name now. We all knew it. The, you know, they used to call him, oh, we got the buffalo hat. No, it's QAnon Shaman is his name. Much like Baked Alaska that we talked have about. They even, have they gotten Baked Alaska yet? No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, they're all, no, they're it all just be that hard to find. Uh, Nick Fuentes banned. Um, Trump was banned. Uh, he actually, like a pussy, deleted his tweets and he still got banned. You know, yeah. he's... <laughs> And then that happened the last. And it's since, funny as hell we, because recorded. I don't know what show it was that Lisa Kujo did, but she did kind of like the same thing where everybody, all these conservatives, are like, conservative voices are being silenced, and it's like, all right, you say while you're on TV to millions of people mm-hmm. in the country and all over the world, like you're being silenced, okay? It's like they don't understand that that's the whole the the irony. <laughs> yeah, no. And then like, oh, and then like, if someone gets in trouble, I was being I was being a, a satirical whatever. No, you know, you don't. You lack the ability to understand humor. Yeah, my my punching satire. Up is, punching up, punching up compared, punching up compared to uh, punching down. Yeah, the guy that was in Pelosi's office and stole the mail, like all of that was just to set up his one man off Broadway show uh in 2022 yeah and then and ironically they'll probably like turn on biden and whenever harris takes over like they'll be like we need like we missed that time of the uh chaos i missed the chaos like you know like we're you never know what's gonna happen in 10 years it was like 10 years ago 15 years ago it was like bush and everything everything just changes so quickly you know you know it, it takes time but like in your mind like it, it takes a while but anyway so we had the q and shaman he went on a hunger strike in yeah. the meantime, centralized episode, he wanted uh, what is it, vegan? He wanted something, and he yeah. was not going to eat anything. It's, it's ironic because I found like I I know you remember this like the 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 absurd like crap that they were doing in like Guantanamo Bay with like the um mm-hmm. the Al Qaeda um people like they basically Suspect. you know obviously these people are like Muslim and they you know it's against their religion to eat pork. Mm-hmm. And they were basically forcing them to eat pork. And here comes this guy. Yeah, is like, oh, like, I can't eat because uh, I'm vegan. And uh, or or he needed organic food. Like, all right, cry me a river, bud. Yeah, I didn't know the difference. I didn't know the difference. Uh, I was like, okay. They should feed um, him, like, the fire festival. Yeah. Fire festival food. Peanut butter? Hey, hey, guess what? Uh, maybe give him some peanut butter. Like, uh, when you go to... When you go to a bar in the summertime, you you get like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then you you you, you uh, supersede the whole uh, law of wearing masks and stuff. Apparently, that's what happened in the summer in our area in New York City. Mm-hmm. You can get away with all the stuff. So peanut butter, yeah, um, yeah. But hunger strikes, you know, huge thing. And then um, Bobby Sands was a IRA. Um, they said he was an IRA, like you know, like terrorist freedom fighter you know it depends on what you know so he 
uh, there's a lot of movies about him and stuff. Um, he died like he died in prison. So that's my earliest memory, like watching this movie like 15 years ago of uh, someone going through like an actual hunger strike, and uh, that's interesting because it's kind of like similar because uh, it's more like homogenous. Because uh, I know you can also see like South Africa, there was a lot of the hunger strikes too. But in America, like, you know, what, what they're going to like special treatment, maybe? I don't know. It's just weird. But there's also, um, I, I brought them up a little bit last episode. Uh, and I didn't get all the facts straight. So I, I just want to bring it up. Um, so there was someone, uh, someone in the Capitol and he was claiming to be like an undercover, like BLM guy or a Tifa guy. And now it's like official or he was just like, he's kind of like, uh, he was using that as a shield. You hear about this guy from Utah, the John Sullivan? No. Okay, so no, last week no, no, no. I kind of brought it up, and mm-hmm. he was saying that, oh, no, I was there to uh, document it, and uh, I'm with, you know, but then they also saw him in uh, all the different protests in the summer in Seattle, and then the facts came out, like, more recently that he was actually, like, kicked out of the Seattle protests and the Pacific Northwest protests because he was, like, seen like talking to people and like writing their information down and stuff like that he was kind of like a uh triple you know double double call you know uh covert you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he was actually really uh right wing but he was just like using that as a guise and uh so he's a, he's he's also in prison now over this um so that's not, that's interesting too because you could just say you're like uh Oh no, no no! I was just doing this. All. I'm, I'm I'm a journalist. You know, you can just do that. But yeah, like I don't know any other people with that. But uh, what's the latest on the uh, on the actual proceedings from like today? Do you know? Well, I I don't know anything about today, but they from what I've heard, like just for for to inform the audience that he's been impeached, but he still has to go through. An impeachment trial, and supposedly the Senate, Senate majority leader for the moment, because he's going to become the minority leader. Um, and I probably make some sick to be associated with the word minority. Um, Mitch McConnell, he said um, he's going to push everything off until after the inauguration. Um, so that's when the trial will supposedly take place when he, he will be tried. But, you know, I was you know, at the end of the day, like they got enough votes to impeach um, Trump the second time. It was bipartisan. They got 10 votes from Republican senators, um, whereas in the last impeachment, they didn't get any. That was like uh, market. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And the threshold market. was. Um, 217 they ended up getting 232 oddly enough the same amount um i think trump ended up with in the electoral college um but i was just watching it and um if you watch it it was multiple hours and each representative or senator or whatever like they came up and they kind of made their case and it was just interesting to me um just to kind of have a discussion with you, Mike, like, it, it was, like, all the Republican senators, because obviously it's all but 10, like, all of these people making these, um, making these, these statements, 
or testifying and they're basically like oh you know all this is gonna do is cause um further divide in our country when we need to come together and blah 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 and i'm just like and i think i said it to you last week mike i'm like how can you coexist with people that would do something like what happened at the Capitol last week. It makes no goddamn sense. And a guy like I'm a big fan of like Jordan Klepper um, of the daily show. Like he was on the ground um, as they were like storming the Capitol and he's asking them. And just the same way he did when he went to like the, you know, Trump's like rallies and stuff in the lead up to the, this election and the last election. And he's talking to these people. And it's just like, they, it, it's it's it, it it seems like they're absent from reality like they live in like this this world a bubble yeah in 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 some kind of in some kind of way because it, it's just fascinating to me that i live in the, the same country as these people it just seems like <sighs> incredible to me like i may be wrong with see like it, it's a weird dichotomy where i'm like this country is way too big there's you know regions and stuff but then what would that make me a confederate <laughs> if i'm saying that the country is too big we need to separate <laughs> no it's not what i'm saying um also i think last week i might have said it uh, i know i i wrote about it on my social media and stuff that uh uh donald trump did the same after like a couple days where he didn't talk he didn't mention the um the uh George, you know, the, the, every, all the protests that came from the George Floyd, like from basically after that, you know, in June. Yeah. What did he say? He said basically the same thing. We need to come together as one, even though I'm right and you're wrong. Like he'll do that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to do a fucking Trump impression. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That's so tacky. But uh, I feel like it's like my take on it is that he's like a abusive boyfriend or husband who does all this crazy shit. All this stuff happens. Then he comes back the next day with like roses and he's like, I love you, baby. I'm sorry. You know, like I'll never happen again. Even though, you know, you kind of made me do it. You kind of made me, you pushed me to it. Um, Cause he did the same thing with the whole, you got to come together. He, you know, damn well, he doesn't fucking believe that. And the whole thing, the day after we talked, we actually talked about it, but the day after when he, uh, before he got kicked off social media, he was saying, um, I love you. You saying I love you to the people that were at the rally. I love you, and um, which is weird. Um, and he's basically saying like, "Go home, go home. You're right, guys and gals. You know you're right, but go home. Mm-hmm. You know, let these. You know, it's it's what I've been saying for five years since 2015, four or five years. And I, I send you the guy the, the thing with Tom Brady. Like, yeah, he's the first celebrity who endorsed him with the hat in the background. Um, when he when he came in, it was 2015, and he in, unveiled his. Um, it was spring training of a preseason of NFL, so it was probably July or August 2015. And make America great again, and it was like fashionable, and people were just like, you know, it wasn't that serious. I was like, you gotta watch out, man. This guy's crazy. I, I was saying this. It's been five years. It's a long time, you know, in our lives that this guy's been around. And 2013 was the whole thing with the uh, birther movement. It really got pushed. So this is a long time. It's like a decade of this. This is a huge part of American history, you know? And uh, yeah, so just, it's crazy how like, I know people like who don't even flint of bat an eye about the whole insurrection, you know? Isn't yeah. crazy? And people and in your life the, like don't even give a shit about it. And crazy. then the, the crazy part about it is that um, 
the FBI came out when they basically said, like, you know, they, they were investigating and they were charging these people and stuff like that. They said, you know, announced that, you know, there are 50, there are planned armed, quote unquote, protests um, in all 50 states. Like, and that's wild if you think about it, like, yeah, like in Alaska and freaking like Hawaii, like it, it like this stuff is going to happen. And to me, it's like this, too. It's like, as you've seen last Wednesday, um, or was it the Wednesday before? Last Wednesday. Uh, last Wednesday. It's 10 days. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, these people are dangerous. So now you know that they are armed and they're dangerous, mm-hmm. like. Uh, like I, I want, like I don't want to see no kind of like restraint. Like these people need to be shot at. <laughs> like if they're coming with guns, wait, so, like they're so anticipating I, it. Let's go. Wait, wait a minute. So as as a white man, a free white man, I'm be walking down the street. I get, I can get, I can get uh, pulled over by the cops just by walking in my neighborhood. Oh wow! <laughs> like hello, you know, this is the shit's been going on forever. That's the reason that everything happened in the last six months. You know what I mean? So um, it's weird that it's such a, you know, the, well, one of the things we've talked about in, in 35 episodes is double standards, um, contradictions, right? Haven't I always brought that up? Double standards. Mm-hmm. So now, how would it, like, but how is it going to, like, like, how do you know who's, like, oh, person that's going to take over the next, uh, mayor's office in some small town you know like are they, you know are they going to put them on a list like they did in the early 2000s with Arab, uh, Arab, Arab Americans you know yeah domestic terrorism and it's funny as so yeah. because some a lot of people tweeted because a lot of these people ended up on like the no-fly list or right after That's it they popped up to the airport and I found out like they're banned from flying so somebody said all of these people voted for a travel ban and at the end of the presidency, they themselves were banned from traveling. That's why I think this is all written because the first order of action that Trump did was the travel ban. It, it was literally the first thing he did until we figure out what is going on. What is going on? That was the first like soundbite that happened after uh, inauguration uh, yeah. four years ago, like this next week. Let's just. We're, I am putting an immediate pause on and just figure out what the hell is going on. So let's let's put a pause on all these uh these um you know elitist alt right uh people pleading to their uh, parents who are part of our legal system, like uh, the shaman guy. He's like his his dad is like part of the New York State judicial system, I believe. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know what I can say about uh, it. It's, it's gonna keep going on. I... So I'm just well, like the last thing I'm gonna say is like I just hope um January twentieth, uh, we have like a very uh uneventful uh inauguration, and you know these people who, as much as the other side doesn't agree with it, they fairly and justly won the election has been put through courts it's been verified this man's and it's and and the crazy thing about like the the whole thing is especially when that that 
call was released between him and the Secretary of State in Georgia. Mm. And he's basically, and he's report. I'm like, he in that phone call, he's letting you know he's for him. He's not for the GOP. Because here you are, like, dragging a Republican Secretary of State who also stole his own election, but that's a story for another day. Um, so he's clearly showing you that he's for himself. He's not for the GOP. And then all of these Republican senators and representatives still go to bat for him. So last thing I'm going to say is I hope on the 20th, I don't know which day of the week it is, but um, I hope we have a smooth and uneventful, safe inauguration. It's sad that we're at a place where I even have to um really and truly say that like I, I really hope like everything goes without a hitch and there's no kind of incident i'm not sure if it is it virtual because i know monday we're celebrating uh mlk day and in very in the same area we're gonna have this two days later i think i believe it's the wednesday it's th- this wednesday coming up um i'm just curious to see if there's actually going to be an event because I know they already announced like all the celebrities and everything for the inauguration, but if it's an actual event, is it just going to be the people that are supposed to be on stage? Because they deploy, they're, they're deploying twenty, what is it, twenty thousand national guards? They're already there now. Yeah. Um, that is that already is inflaming a, like a situation, just like bringing it on. But we'll, you know, hey, we'll find out. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't think this is going to end ever with Trump. It's just gonna keep going. I, like I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it's like I said. I I, so, I assume party. And, you know, I'd been saying up until the election. I was like, all right, like we need to get normalcy back. But I don't, especially these past couple months after the election. I don't think like normalcy is coming back at all. Like as far as politics go, um, and then obviously normalcy with you know the pandemic and stuff like that. So, we, 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 you know, we, I guess we just got to be patient and, and hopeful. Another interesting thing I just heard, uh, I just uh, apparently like a day or two before the uh, insurrection, failed insurrection, um, ED, um, apparently like a lot of the people that were involved, a lot of the major people were involved actually were on a tour of the Capitol so basically, like, you know, you go to, like, a federal building and they have, like, you go to, like, New York City, where we live. Like, you have Rockefeller Center has a tour and everything. You go around, you see where all the things are. And um, so basically, like, now if you if you use that as, like, your, your, uh, your idea of, like, oh, they just randomly went in there. They didn't know where they were going. So they're just, like, whatever, whatever. No, like. Shook, uh, they were what casing the joint is what you said. Yeah, they were casing the place, and apparently, this um gun toting um senator from one of the, the one of the Dakotas, North or South oh, Dakota. Yeah, and she she's she, she tried to get into like the day after it, she tried to get into the Capitol with her with her gun. And she didn't want to go through the metal detector and and stuff like that. So now, like Nancy Pelosi is putting through a, a um amendment or whatever that 
they have to you have anyone entering our building has to go through congressman senator whatever intern whoever you are you have to go through a metal detector um and it's just crazy like they like like i said they were like casing casing the place like they they knew where to go they knew which offices was where and stuff like that and the fact that this is a senator also one of the center and, and i think like they should be held liable too so it'd be interesting to see if if that's how things go um but yeah yeah but like then now this is a pre- you said the precedence of like this is you know someone brought in you know brought, brought in a like i know i talked to someone who said like you know um my brother said that you know he did jury duty and like they freaking like had him against the wall and like touched him you know they patted him down and stuff like that and like this is just jury duty like you know and uh this you know i guess like you have the whole the label of you know but i i keep i keep saying i think it was a congresswoman going into this like it was the house of representatives is different than like the capitol right i think so like she was just going in there so like she didn't have like clearance as a senator to go back and forth in between that, the building so like that's why she got stopped because she's i think she was um like uh the the other branch so that's what i think i didn't you know of course there's so much information coming out um but yeah so like uh of course everything we're talking about now there's so many uh, more updates and uh we're gonna keep talking about it all right so i actually was just watching uh touch the anniversary of uh the first raw uh, I believe 26 years, 26 years ago. And uh, I, I remembered how like great every Monday night would be to like watch Raw and stuff. And then during the Attitude Era, um, and then I actually watched ECW too. And then there was this lady, there was this person called uh, Miss Congeniality. And uh, she was with, you know, Roadkill, this Amish, the Amish uh, Roadkill and Danny Doring. And then very quickly, um, she debuted uh, on WF television as Lita, and then she was with the Hardy Boys, you know. And uh, we all know Lita; she's one of the most famous uh, female performers in uh, pro wrestling history. And um, like a lot of most, even current WWE um, talent, they have their own third party platforms and that was a whole different controversy that came up recently but uh Lita Dumas has a uh twitch and um I haven't seen it but I I I read the the transcript of or second hand uh paraphrasing of what she said but on her twitch she was talking about because it's the anniversary it was 15 years ago around this week that there was this um celebratory live sex celebration between um edge the rated r superstar at the time he was very very he was like very he was like the most like edgiest character um they had him and randy Orton. that's why they became tag team partners yeah oh my god i didn't mean that (laughs) (laughs) um i didn't mean that but uh yeah i remember vividly watching it um so it was like just like in a ring. It was very tacky, like WWE. And it was a bed, and it was Edge. 
he was in like tight, you know, like very tight jockeys, and then like she would like bend over, and he was just like dry humping her and stuff. And then of course, I don't know who he was. I guess he was competing with. I don't know who his beef was at that time. But anyway, the main point oh, is so that you know, it was a night. It, it was a night after the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Okay. Yeah. So it was probably like he had one. He had won the. He had cashed in the Money in the Bank. After Cena won the, uh, or he he retained the title in like a nomination chamber, and I think he was like the first dude to do the um to do like the money in the bank um cash in like right after somebody lost or somebody like just had like a grueling yeah. ass match, and then the next day he was like, I'm you know he was like I'm gonna replace the belt I'm you know I'm I'm you know but I like it it spins yeah. and like tonight we're gonna have a live sex celebration and like like you know you're watching it and you're like all right they're not gonna like do it. i mean obviously this is like ruthless aggression post attitude area era so it wasn't too much in wwe that wasn't like um wasn't like a a, a bridge too far so but it, it was gonna be interesting to see how they did it you know i kind of assume it was like gonna be one of them things where like it starts off at like like raw ended at like eleven, so you figure like it's gonna be one of those things where it starts off at like ten fifty eight, and then as they start undressing like eleven o'clock, like we'll see you next week or something like that, you know. And it was like, oh like my five, god, it was like five to ten minutes long, and it was just like it it it. And I I mean like looking back on it, it's like it just seemed like wild like unnecessary and i don't want to sound like a prude or anything but like i know obviously if you listen to the show i ain't no like prude but i watch like a lot of shows or movies and stuff like that and sometimes they'll have like a graphic or like a really elaborate like sex scene and it or some kind of like nudity but it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie in like any type of like context and I'd like be like, what is going on here? But you know, the situation with Lita actually reminded me of like another show. So Mike, I'm gonna let you um let you you give the background yeah. of what I'll... she actually said and what, what the controversy is. Yeah, well but first off, uh we're talking about how uh you know I you know we always talk about like raw, you know, and then like nitro and stuff. There was no other show, but Monday Monday Night Football was not going on in January, and I'm trying to see what like what they were competing with. Like, why would you want to draw those many eyes? Um, yeah, but so uh, Lita, Amy Dumas said um, that she felt she was forced into this segment, and um, it obviously happened. I'm, you know, we all remember it. And, but before that, uh, this is 2006. So I think it was like a year and a half or maybe, yeah, like a year and a half earlier, there was a real life uh, situation that happened because I've, like I mentioned when we first started the segment is that Lita was introduced as the valet and then later a partner, they would do intergender matches, but like the valet for the Hardy Boys. And she had a relationship with one of the Hardy Boys, Matt Hardy. And um, it went on for years. And, you know, there was a, she started, um, I don't know, I think Matt Hardy maybe been switched to a different uh, different show. 
So they weren't nah, like, he, he together. Was injured. He was injured. He was out with an injury, but okay. she, was still, she was still active. So she had to be on the road at the time. And he was home, right. like, recuperating. So she, yeah, so she, uh, her and Edge, Adam Copeland, had a, they developed a relationship while on the road. And um, maybe that happens in real life. You know, that happens. These people are real people. So that happened. And then um, there was a very early on before, like, you know, like social media and stuff, they had a thing called Bite This, WWE Bite This. It was WF too, but like WWE Bite This. And Lita was just doing like a Q&A, like ask me anything, ask me anything. And this was like 2005. And Matt Hardy, it was like Matt from whatever. And then he just went off on her. And then like, it's the legit shoot. Like it was a legitimate thing. Yeah, because he was calling and her he Amy. He started to talk. He was calling her Amy. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. was like. Yeah, which is very, you know, it's, you know, Jesus, man. Uh, that's why I, I never actually got into him. I never liked Matt Hardy, by the way. Um, anyway, I like Jeff Hardy because he's kind of like a, a tortured soul, whatever. But uh, so Matt Hardy's like, uh, Amy, why don't you tell me about that time when you went, you went, uh, you tried cheating on me with Adam. And he's saying like Adam, you know, like, you know, Edge. I mean, they, they never called him that, obviously, before that. So that happened. And Bite This was always like a shoot. It was like their original shoot thing. Like Stone Cold like quit on the air pr- pretty much in 2003. Or 2002, 2003. Um, basically saying like he's like, he, you know, he was like, it, it, was a, it was a very open space for talent to talk with no repercussions. Anyway, so that happened. Uh, and then eventually um, like they the, created the a storyline. The only reason people probably got away with that is because Vince McMahon, like, probably didn't even understand, like, the internet at that point. And, like, he was, they were probably like, yeah, like, let's have this. Yeah, it's like, well, um, let's have this, um, show on WWE.com, you know, fans could interact with the wrestlers and just talk to them. And in character, no, um, just you know, as as themselves, or you know, if they want to be in characters, like this, this sounds preposterous. But you know what? It's on our internet. Nobody's on the internet, so nobody's gonna see it. Blah 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 blah. And that's how Vince McMahon thinks, which leads to yeah. So and also, Dubs W started that. By the way, Dubs yeah, started yeah, that yeah, whole thing in the late nineties first. Mean Jeans Hotline first, but anyway. Um, <laughs> no, no, they had a whole thing. It was called Dubs W something. It was. The guy who took over for TNA, Jeremy Boresh. Jeremy Boresh. I said I pronounced it weird. Um, yeah, so like that happened. I watched it before and it's like really awkward. And he's a very desperate, a very desperate man. It's basically like a uh another thing that happened this week, but like a text message, like it's just like the long line of like people, like, you know, and she's just like kind of like ignoring him and stuff like that. Shit happens, you know, like you know, he can't really, you know, shit happens. So anyway, he, you know, they had the whole back and forth, and then on Raw. Like Raw TV, um, they created this storyline where a Kane kidnapped her. Like it was like an affair between a like, Kane, right? It wasn't like a Kane and can you remind me again? Kane like, was involved Kane, in the, in Kane, the where Kane, it was kind of like a an affair. He kind like in storyline, he abducted um Lita, and then. Dumped, I think around that time was when like Matt Hardy got injured, and it was kind of like Kane and 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 Lita were together 
and then I think this event happened um online on Bite This, and then they kind of put Edge and Lita together, and that's when you kind of started to see Edge in that um you know in that that when he got that push as they they call like and he, he became okay, he yeah. yeah he became the the rated R superstar because before then remember they um yeah he was more he got hurt though he was a tag team competitor yeah. with with edge i mean with christian and then christian they separated them and then christian got fired and he went to tna and then mm-hmm. they turned edge into like a mid-card guy and then they gave him the push when like i said he won the money in a bank ladder match you know that's back when they used to have it at wrestlemania and not on um its own pay-per-view but he was the first guy and then they they kind of pushed him made him a lot more edgier and uh, you know again pun not no pun intended um made him not rated all hard to cope bro you gotta cope with it though yeah and i think like that part Um, that part had to do with it the real life stuff because you know he's like in you know, the public eye and the wrestling fans eyes is like the home wrecker. And, you know, nobody likes mm. the guy that comes that, that, you know, breaks up like the, the, um, breaks up a relationship. So he's a natural heel, as they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. And, um, so basically at that point, they're together and January, uh, 2006, I remember watching it. It was a Raw, and, you know, it was, like, very, like, again, very tacky. WWE very tacky. They had, you know, the couch. It looked like the uh, the ladies' man set from SNL, right? No, they had, like, very a full-on and, bed. Um, it was, like, a full-on bed. But they had, like, a big-ass, oh, yeah, like, a big-ass, um, big-ass, like, duvet on it. So, you know, they could cover up as mm-hmm. much as they, they could. Okay. Yeah, so he's like, you know, like it's, it's, you know, it's going on for a while. And you think of it right away here, like you would hear like someone's music come out to interrupt it and just goes on for a long time, you know, it just keeps going on. So anyway, so Lita said that she was forced into participating in it. Um, so that's basically like what we're talking about. Yeah, like she uh, was, she was supposedly told. Ironically. Um, she was basically told in like a roundabout way that if she didn't do it, she was gonna get fired. And actual people like Edge, um, John Cena, both of them went to Vince to like convince him that you know, like she shouldn't have to do this, like this isn't a good idea, blah 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 blah. And he basically ignored them. And like, dog, if if John Cena couldn't get this man off of this, um this idea like nobody would because you know john cena was like the guy he's he's hulk hogan he's the rock he's stone cold so yeah. he was the guy he in the just company premiered on raw. Mm-hmm. he just premiered on raw like he was this guy you would see on you know on smackdown and he did the whole um eight mile thing you know he did the whole like, white rapper thing and then he finally was like you know he was still doing it but he was like so then they had the raw um Raw anniversary thing where they went back to a homecoming, Raw homecoming. They went back to USA and he was, he was like the draft pick. And then he came out and everyone was like all hyped because he was kind of like their version of NXT because SmackDown back then was kind of like NXT. 
you know, to Raw. And he came out and everyone was all hyped and stuff. And then they had the whole um, feud with Edge, uh, which is weird. Like, you know, it, it, okay. So Vince McMahon always said, I would not let anyone do anything I wouldn't do. So was it what did Edge do do a live sex performance on Vince in the back? Like, come on. You know, remember the whole thing with HBK going down on the WrestleMania WrestleMania 12? There's footage of him doing it first. So this is the only exception where like he wouldn't put himself in that position, like literally, like to look like that. But how come this is like this was forced on someone and they're you know, because Vince always said like they always say that he would you know he's not going to force you to do anything. I've heard that so many times. He's not going to force you to do anything. But this is such a different thing than like taking like a a, a maneuver or like a a stunt. It's just you being on a bed in front of like you know twenty thousand people and then like a million people millions of people on, on the on TV. So um, yeah, I mean she's she's been on. I think we went to Raw. She was at Raw, the one we went to in twenty nineteen, right? Wasn't she there? Do you remember? I don't think so. I should have SmackDown, I think. But she was at one of the things I went to. 25, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So um, she's, like, in good standings with, like, the company. Yeah. So why would she have to... Do, like, it's not like someone who's, like, down on their luck. Like, she's in good standings. So why would you, like, create this controversy just to be, like, not in good standings with the company, you know? And it's, it's terrible. That, you know, you, you get time, what I'm saying? It's terrible because at the time... um. Her and Trish Stratus were like the like the the top female performers. Like now, obviously, it's like a ton of extremely like talented women wrestling in the business now. Like dare I say, like some like I, I've more I've been more entertained by the women in today's like their storylines and their matches than I am of the men. But back then, like, women were basically brought in there just to be, like, eye candy. Like, you remember, like, going far back as, like, Sonny, then um, Sable, and, and popping into to, to Playboy. And then China, uh, unfortunately, wasn't with us anymore. Like, she had to go get, like, all kind of, like, cosmetic surgery to make her look um, aesthetically better and more feminine looking. And then had her doing Playboy and stuff like that. Um, then they had like the Diva Search, and I think we talked about it, Mike, um, when we were talking about um, Zelina Vega and stuff like that. Like at that time, virtually every year they had like one of the divas that they call. That's what they call them at the time. The divas, like one of them on Playboy, like every year. Like a matter of fact, like we were teenagers back then. Oh, like, that we, was a prize. Yeah, that was like, a prize for the diva search. It was a contract in Playboy. Yeah, and me, and, like uh, I used to be Ashley Marasso said. Yeah, I, I used to be interested to see who they were gonna pick um to be in it. And they even had a lot of um a lot of the women that were in the diva search, like they had been in Playboy or Penthouse or been in like them Skinamax movies and stuff like that. Like that was the people they were looking for. And Trish she kind of started off in our same, like, oh, like, this, like, you know, busty, blonde, like, 
thing. And then she like her in ring ability was like so great. And then her and Lita actually like they had this rivalry and they, had, you know, a couple years before this um live sex show, like they those two were the first females to headline or, or main event an episode of Raw or even a main event uh primetime wrestling show. So the the reason I'm bringing all of that up, it's crazy to see like you go one year making history to a couple years down the line, a couple of years down the line, like you're here basically being like um exploited and um um what's the word I'm looking here for? Like exploited and basically like sexualized, oh, um, objectified. objectified. There you go objectified on live television. But also, you can also say that Trish Stratus, of course, she came out as a ballet. She wasn't a wrestler. She came from the fitness background, the bodybuilding and all that stuff like that. And what was her main storyline? She was Vince's sex object. You know? And it was like, in front, he made out with her in front of Linda McMahon, his wife. Yeah. um, Trump uh, cabinet member. He he was the original he was original living vicariously because I was probably all of that was probably like shit that was like he he fantasized about and he just got to live it out. Um nah, he did that shit in real life too. Probably um yeah. nah, he did that in real life. They had an open relationship, they're like the Clintons, sort yeah. of what that like power. Anyway, uh, I don't want to get into that right now, but but the thing I wanted to say about uh, Lita and the way but, she, literally, but okay. Sorry. The thing with Lita and the way she kind of fell, and that's why I brought up like Matt Hardy too. It's like she goes from making history. Now she's basically Edge's valet, and they basically had her wearing like nothing. Like she never had a bra on. Like her breasts were like barely covered. And I'm not even talking about like the sexual. I'm talking about like just her like outfit every time she came out with Edge. Like I don't even think she wrestled anymore for a while and then like you know they bring in her personal life because then they had a program with edge versus matt hardy and matt hardy ends up like oddly enough like being the um the loser in that situation so yeah he that was and then lost on tv and then the thing with lita was like it was lita and trisha and it were basically equals and they were both Hall of Famers and stuff like that. And, like, Trish gets, like, when she retires from wrestling, she gets, like, this big-ass, like, send-off. And when Lita's, like, last match happens, like, I swear, like, they um threw her in a dumpster. It was some kind of, like, real disrespectful thing. And, like, the last time you've seen Lita is, like, she gets embarrassed. I, I forgot how they, they, they sent her off, but it was, like, embarrassing. So I'm saying, like, all of this combined like they really treated this woman like horribly yeah um but at the same time too with vince like he objective you know he had like jim ross um all these other people like kiss his ass on tv literally you know uh if his defense is that he just objectifies everyone he's a, he's he's a soci- <laughs> sociopath you know mm-hmm. like um i wouldn't put it you know i I don't it wasn't like he hates women or I hate women. I think he just he has no he just thinks, all right, let's have a let's have a let's have a let's have a dwarf come out here and do whatever. Like he like he doesn't get it. Like he just 
in his mind, it's entertainment. He's he's Barman Bailey's, you know. Um, yeah, can't defend the, him. The can't thing. argue against him because he's a, because. How do you um? How do you yell at someone? You know, how do you like yell at someone who's like you, you expect him, expect them to do something like that? You know, it's like. Yeah, and no, I, I so think I with like, the we, whole Me Too, the the whole Me Too movement and speaking out, um, you know, a lot of the stories it goes in line with that. Like this, these these guys are like the gatekeepers, and you basically feel pressured into doing things like you wouldn't normally do. And when I was reading about this thing with Lita, it reminded me of um this actress. That was on this show on Showtime, and she actually left the show because she felt it was a toxic environment. Um, Ruth Wilson, it was a show called The Fair. I didn't really watch it. My parents watched mm. it, so I'd see it from yeah, time to me time. Too. And, it, yeah. Um, she she just was really uncomfortable the, with the amount of nudity that she had to do, as well as like the direction of her character. Like she was kind of like beaten down. Um metaphorically because i guess she played like the other woman or something like that um but the thing with the nudity because when i first read it and it was just like yeah she was just uncomfortable with nudity and they really had her um being naked in parts of the show that really had nothing to do with driving a plot or anything like that and instantly instantly me reading that i was like I could see that happening because like I always watch movies or TV shows and stuff like that where like you know like listen I'm a warm blooded man and you know I love women and stuff like that but I'd be watching stuff and I'm like all right like this this sex scene like is like 40 minutes long um or like I mean not 40 minutes long that's like a porno but like you know this sex scene is like 3 minutes of a like half an hour show like that means 10 percent of the show is dedicated to this but it really this like what do what do what do i gain as a viewer from seeing this it's kind of max you just said earlier yeah softcore um so like i understood that so i could understand how like something like that could make for a bad like working environment for like an individual and then somebody like leader where it's like like i said you know women wrestlers were either eye candy they basically were a revolving door of like sexy women so basically you kind of were expendable so it's probably like all right like if and the whole landscape of female wrestlers at the time it wasn't like she could have went to another company and be as big as she was in wwe and you know perform and use her talents there so obviously the threat of like oh like if you don't do this you get fired like it, it loomed large for her i think and that's that's the side part about it for me all right so i looked it up that's what i was looking up uh so six months later no actually you know well survivor series of that year 2006 uh she lost to mickey james who mickey james is my all-time favorite by the way she's like my all-time favorite um so it wasn't a dumpster. She was sent off by crime time. You know, crime time. Yeah, I mean, well, R- R- yeah. R.I.P. Shot. 
Um, yeah, yeah that's what it was. Away, and yeah, they, they came out with all of her like clothes, including selling like shit. her lingerie, and was like selling it. And it was just like really like in mm-hmm. very, very poor taste, especially like somebody like Lita who had been with the company, broke all of these barriers and stuff like that to see her go out that way. Because I didn't even remember she went out that way because, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to, to wrestling at that time. I was getting paid reviews like that. But JBL was like, I'll pay you 100. I'll give you five bucks. And I was like, um, but at the same time, are you like with a velvet glove? Because like uh, Y2J, Jericho was tossed into a dumpster. He was tossing a dumpster. Eric Bishop was tossing a dumpster. We'd be like, oh, man, you know, because it's a woman. He's like, that's the whole thing. It's like the uh, devil's dad was like, all right, well, she's a woman. But then they did the whole thing with like her box of stuff, which kind of reminds me of like kicking a woman out, you know, that type of thing. So um, I don't know. It's, but again, we were arguing, we're, we were discussing, you know, like a carny, carny, you know, wrestling, which is all like, you know, crazy TV and um, just like shock value and everything. So, but in the, in the real life world, um, this this happened a couple of days ago only. So uh, I checked her Twitter and she hasn't been posting anything. Um, I don't think there's been a she hasn't really uh, elaborated on it, which she doesn't have to. She said what she said. She doesn't have to elaborate. Uh, uh, no one else has talked about it. It's just all purely uh, like websites and stuff. Um, and again, I had never actually saw the actual Twitch with the, the actual like the way something says sometimes is written down differently by uh, a lot of websites so i don't know hmm. but still like uh if I, you know you're fired six months later or you took time off or whatever you want to say it but uh, she's been back there i can't believe that's 15 years ago but she's been back um yeah. not on the same standard as trish stratus it's it's trish Trish Stratus, and you know, she'll come out like she'd be like you know like the greatest performer ever, greatest female performer ever, and things like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like to me, you know, they don't talk about. But, they but don't that's why China. That's why I said like that. You know, the the crime time selling her stuff, and that's how she went out. Whereas like Trish got like this big send off. Like those two were kind of like two mm. sides of like the same coin. Like in like breaking a barrier for women you know, in WWE, that to me would be like, if like Stone Cold got like this big ass, like celebration when he left. And then when the rock left, like, um, he had to do the kiss my ass club thing. You know what I'm saying? It would be like, like, that's, 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 that's the, 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 the conflict with me in that, like, and then on top of that, the kind of like embarrassing things, she had to do on the way out. I mean, and like you said, maybe she'll elaborate on it a little bit more. Uh, It'll just just be interesting to to see what comes of it. I just, I'm just giving my, my thoughts on, um, on, on the situation. Like, I just think like, it's, it's terrible that like a woman or even like, if it was a guy that was doing something like that, they were uncomfortable with. And you're basically telling them like, all right, you know, this is, you either do this, it's either my way or the highway, and it's just, like, that's, that's awful. Yeah, and the sad thing, well, the truth is, um, this this entertainment form is filled with 
you know, like fraternities, uh, so, um, just, you know, like just like the, that whole thing, like hazing and stuff, um, ex exploitation, um, taking things that are in the news and just like, uh, I think, hey, then I sent, I, I sent you some of the video of Vince McMahon where he said that he was going to have uh, Undertaker's wife, Sarah, you know, at the time in the early 2000s. He's like, I'm going to have her be right by a bunch of bikers and all thing. And then it went on. He was talking about like, terrorists and stuff. This is like a year after. This is like early 2003. And he now they show clips of like um, them doing, we're the first first uh, sporting event, entertainment event that took place after 9-11 and stuff. Yet you exploited it like a year later all the time. Yeah. Um, you and know, I, you can't defend these people. We're just I just grew up with it. And from from the story, it's it's crazy because it, it 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 really um a lot of them videos we were sending back and forth to, to each other. The reason why they came up, it came from the story because people was like, "Yo, like, yo, right. WWE really used to get away with a lot Thanks. of shit like that we watched when we were kids, like mm -hmm. that wouldn't fly today." And even when they try to do some oh, of that stuff yeah, today, I wasn't watching. It ends up, it, it ends up like it, it ends up like going over like a lead balloon. Like that whole thing with like Lana and um Lashley and um Rusev. Yeah, yeah. He left like they didn't even end that storyline because every week everybody was like, "This shit don't make no sense." And they and they kind of like gonna do the like, same. They kind of gonna do the same thing now with Lacey Evans and Ric Flair, like. I bet you after a while it's gonna be like, all right, it's just in like poor taste. Wait, wait, are they together now? I didn't, I didn't even know. Yeah, I mean, I, that's 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 what. Um. Yeah, well, so I basically like with her and, and Charlotte, it's kind of like the Tori Wilson, Domery, um, thing. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, it's but I don't know. It, it just started the last two weeks, so I don't but, know if that's where they're well, going with it. So what I said, I think when it, when that first happened with uh, Lana. And Bobby Lashley, first off, he came back and they were like, this guy is a, they are saying all his like accolades and stuff. And then, um, no pun intended with Rusev, but then out of nowhere, he was like, I, I think I said it to you like that night. I remember this was probably like November, December of 2019. And I have it on like, he's going to puke. You know, the little uh, plug here. He's like, oh my God, he's kissing his wife. Or something like that, like something very like, and you're like, the way yeah. they said it was like, this is the black guy, is that what? <laughs> yeah. Or were you just saying because like they it, came up with that very... whole storyline because somebody like gave Vince their black dot com password. Uh, that's the only reason. It, that's the only reason. If, I, I think. Like, this. like looking at it, like, okay, okay, let's, let's go for it. It doesn't make any sense though, but like I feel bad. Like, I don't feel bad, but like. What was the point? The guy got fired like three months later. <laughs> That's yeah. bizarre. I don't know. I mean, hey, because they they couldn't they couldn't they didn't have anything for him creatively, and I it's it, and it's crazy when it's like all right, like the most creative thing you could come up with is yeah, we're gonna have a live sex show, but then when yeah, like man. a superstar tries to give you their input, like yo, I'm gonna do this, and it's it's well documented, you know um. Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, you heard his story. Um, CM Punk, you've seen his story. Um, uh, Mero, a.k.a. Rusev, you've seen his story. Uh, Cody Rhodes goes and starts his own company because WWE creatively didn't have shit for him. 
And one time, I think I've, I've, I've posted on my thing. I sent it to you like a couple years, a year ago, two years ago. He, he paid his own money to do his own promo for his new character that we see today. His character, he wears a suit and everything. That was his character he created like, um, like maybe like eight, seven years ago, like 2013, 2012, when he met, like he was with Brandy at the time. And he wanted to create this character that was going to be like Tony Stark, where he's kind of like um, entrepreneur. And he's like, I am a wrestler, but I'm also this. Or I'm a superstar, but I'm also this and this. And like, um, it's it leaked on the internet like three or four years ago when he left, like in 2016, 17. Yeah. So, um, and he's doing it now, you know. And the same thing with Miro. Well, Miro, like, he's on the whole thing with like the gaming thing. I mean, that's that's a whole different subject. We're talking about Lita too, but uh, you know, mainly um, the whole thing is when there's only one company or one outlet. What else are you gonna do? You, it's not forcing. It's it's not coercion, like pretty much. Yeah. Oh, is that what you would call it? Like, oh yeah, you can't. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I want you to um um take a dive tonight. I mean, like, look at it this. Oh way. yeah. It's like yeah. if you were working somewhere, right, and you were working in an office and you're an attractive woman, right, and your boss told you, like, it don't even got to be, like, something with them, like, sleeping with you. If, like, he said to you, like, I'm going to need you to wear, like, your blouse, like, you got to show, like, your bra a little bit in your office attire, like... You know, that's kind of like, and you don't, obviously you don't want to, but you refuse to. And he says, all right, well, then, like, I'll hire somebody who will. Like, that's basically the same thing that happened to Lita. Like, he didn't, like, say, like, Lita, like, sleep with me or you get fired. He was like, Lita, like, I'm going to need you to look like a slut on on national television in front of, like, the whole world um, for about 10 minutes. And if you don't do it, you're fired. Uh, to me, that's the long and short of it. And uh, it's crazy, Mike. Like, if you read, and, and I'm sure you have come across a lot of them, if you read a lot of the abandoned storylines WWE has had over the many, many years Vince McMahon has been in charge of it, like, it, it's ludicrous. And a lot of them, it's not like Vince was like, you know what, this is like a bad idea. Like, people literally have to talk him out of it. Like, he wanted to have a storyline where he got Stephanie pregnant, his daughter. And oh, oh and the uh, Bella twins too. He wanted the Bella twins to have incest. Yeah, and he's like, you um, Stephanie refused to do it, and he's like, all right, well, if you don't want to have that, she was like, I'm a com- I'm comfortable doing some kind of storyline like that with you, and he's like, all right, well, what about Shane, her brother? So and, and he and she's like no like I'm not gonna like how like I'm not gonna like I'll do a lot of things on this show but I'm not gonna have a storyline where I'm having sex with my father or my brother that's not like kosher like is, you know what I'm saying like he he's an interesting yeah. peculiar he's an interesting guy in the same way and you know their buddies that Donald Trump is like an interesting guy and that like they're eccentricity about them is just yeah he can separate himself like he he has a character and then it's him but people you know he's like but it's real to him like where it's like different like 
oh, that's not real. Same with Donald Trump. Like, he'd be like, oh, that's not real. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's bizarre. It, I don't know what the hell it is. Like, it's like, like two different realities in, in, in some, and it, now it's the Trump, it's like actual real now. People have separate realities from actual things going on. But I, 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 I also said that the Bella twins were encouraged to, um, have this gimmick that they've been trying to do for years prior apparently but they're twins or not twins they're sisters or whatever are they twins oh they what yeah they're i don't twins. know they said they're called the bella twins they're twins yeah so um just because one's but, been, uh, been to the doctor a couple of times they they still are identical okay so there's a scene from larry sanders where uh the sign guy goes Betsy got the ass. What's name? Got the tits. <laughs> hey, I'm not just, I'm not objectifying them. But uh, no, but I'm being serious with, uh, that was a real thing where it was like pushed. And then they were gone. They got fired. They were gone. And then they started dating two guys in the company. Now they're like top shit again. So it's like, wrestling is of course very, very it's a chase system backwards it's a oh, chase yeah. chase system like a no not chase a cast system c-a-s-t-e yeah. like medieval mm-hmm. middle ages time it's it's, it's 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 who you're with Indian. and and stuff like that but just like to wrap it up i just had this um idea that just like i, I i've said it like i think vince mcmahon the character mr mcmahon like i think we that's just him, like an outlet for him to like live vicariously. Like the 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 things, like he wants to do in life, he gets to do on TV because it's a character. So as crazy as your ideas are in your head, um, you can't really do it as like the you know in real life. But like on TV, it's like all right, I could do this. And when stories like this come out, where it's like. You know, this, this, like, really and truly, like, that, and I think that's part of the reason, not only that, like, Lita, you know, not only to defend Lita, that Edge and John Cena went to, um, to bat for her. I think it was just, in general, like, it didn't really advance their storyline in any way, shape, or form. Because it ain't like John Cena was after Lita, or he wanted his championship belt back. Um... So it really didn't have nothing to do with advancing the story, and I, that's just like my, as a as a, you know, aspiring filmmaker and screenwriter, like I I don't like, you know, anything that doesn't drive the plot. Like all of it is like just just filler and and nonsense to me, and I, that's what I got from it. And it's just terrible that this t- talented woman was like you know, pushed into doing this thing she didn't want to do. And with me, I, I want to be also the same, but also a producer. Um, ironically, I have a I have a picture of Lita right here. I just saw her right now. I didn't realize it. I have a thing from uh, something I went to. Um, no, but I'm t- trying to say, why would you, what, when you flip through the channels, especially in 2006, January 2006, you're flipping through the channels, the remote. You're doing that still. Uh, it's January. There's no, there's no Monday Night Football. Um, there's a Bachelor, though. The Bachelor was on in 2006. Monday, I'm pretty sure, in 2006. Yep. Bachelor update. Big update. Big update. The biggest update is that I am watching it. I'm watching The Bachelor now. 
in support of my partner, Shug. Um, Shug, you told me about this last week that you're, you started watching it and I was just like, oh, okay. I had no idea like that, like why, like why you were like motivated to watch it. So I was just like, you watch yeah. The Bachelor? And I was like, kind of like busting your chops. And then I was like, oh, okay. oh, I get it. And then now I know what like, the backstory to it. it was the first time I watched it. So now, uh, mm-hmm. now I met Matt. Uh, you were saying that, you know, he's like, you know, the first, it was the first ever like biracial black, you know, man who was the bachelor. Yeah. So, uh, I got jump back in, I got jump into it and you're, um, you're the one, you're the reason why I'm watching it. So, um, you know, I wouldn't have watched it without us like watching it because of the show. So I was into it. Uh, reality fan, um, what did you think about the first uh, the first uh, segment of the of the show with the uh, there's 24 ladies and he picked someone for a long date. Yeah, he he picked um Bree, who you know they they got to sit down and talk and come to find out like Bree was raised by like a single mother her whole life, and I guess throughout her like adolescence. And until she was like an adult, like her mom was basically um committed to like just her. Like she didn't used to date or had boyfriends or nothing like that. And then she like revealed to him that um her her mom actually started dating somebody in her later life, got remar got married and basically has more children now. And she kind of felt like she 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 kind of felt like left out, um, or she felt like her mom started a whole new family like without her, so they kind of like broke down. Not like um, she she kind of like came out with that, so they kind of got to like talk about that, and he got to like know her better, um, but I've been keeping track. The first night, like I ain't, I'm not good with like names, so I just had to kind of like jot down like the thing about them that i liked um and then this week i got to like kind of like you know while i'm watching i'm like oh yeah that's her name blah 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 blah, blah. so you know the I, I got the the people that the the women that i like so far i kind of got them jotted down in two different categories so i got like the ones whose vibes i'm feeling so I got nine women in that category. And then I got a next category, which is I don't know them, but they're fine. Like they look good. Um, and that's basically because either like I ain't really like he, he they ain't really like have their um the thing where you get to know them and stuff like that. But yeah. like you see their faces and you're like, damn, like she's fine. Um, and then also the ones that like they look good, but like I don't know if I like them already. Um, so Mike, you you watched the first episode and the second episode, or you just no, I, no. That's the whole point. Is I only watched the second one. Um, first off, they're an hour and a half because there's two hours on TV. But I watched the second one, and um, what I can tell you is that there's two people highlighted. Uh, right. Bree, twenty-four, which was a lovely day. It started off kind of a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, jealousy ensued. But it was ATV, like Shoney's an outdoorsman, you know, like, you know, like in the country, they're going to the woods and stuff. And they're doing the whole typical, 
hot tub and the thing and then they have this like crazy like really like deep conversation and she's revealing all this stuff about her about herself uh a lot of things that i can you know i i I liked i i couldn't you know kind of relate to a lot of that stuff and at the same time they cut back to the cabin or the mansion where one lady said this is where i want to fall in love (laughs) yeah because it's a fantasy land but um I'm joking, but uh, uh, there's one one person that is like the the, the they're building as a TV guy, they're, they're building this thing where Bree is, you know, a great. She she got the first rose, I believe, in episode one, right? Yeah. She got the rose first. She got the first solo date out of twenty four. The twenty well, three other epi- ladies- They had an episode before then. Uh, he kind of did the same thing so oh really okay yeah. so, so basically um there's another one it's uh victoria queen victoria usually they say what job you have or what your aspiration is and it's just as queen and as victoria she's kind of like the you know the opposite end of it and so basically when he's having this great conversation at the other end of it it's the rest it's the 23 other ones who are competing for love you know um that's the the other conflict that's the conflict of the of the show and um they didn't really ha- it's really hard because this is the first year they had 24 uh, uh suitors or like 24 contestants well they the started believe- they started off with 32 oh my god yeah so. i didn't know that oh I, I didn't know that so anyway so usually i think it was like it was a fight in the teens and uh that is so much so much information for one episode you know how to like create a character how to like elaborate on who someone is just with not a lower third on the bottom of the screen um so i you've seen more in the episode one uh you saw more more about the people uh my favorite i don't know anything about her now just say i i during the whole uh capture the flag i like mj mj is my gal yeah so we'll she, she, she's her. she's one of the ones I like because she showed up um like the first episode like again like I I had to like catch up with the names in the second one so I had her written down as Shorty with the pizza and then I found out like I realized her name was MJ because she showed up in the first episode with a box of pizza and um. She was oh, like, you know, like, I know, like, the way to a man's heart is through food, so I brought this pizza for you, and I was like, all right, that's fly. That show was, like, a little bit of um, some moxie, some, yeah, creativity. Um, But talking about Victoria, so she, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm watching a show, and, you know, Mike mm-hmm. says, you know, he, he's worked in the reality TV business, and you could already tell, like, she's, like, the reality, she's the person, like, the producers are keeping on the show because there's really nothing to like like about her like even if like i would be like i mean i don't know because that's another thing i got from um matt too i'm like he's he i i i tweeted about it i was like damn they finally get a black man a black man on here and like they pick like one of the more like boring like lamest like black guys you could find um Cause no offense, uh, Matt. You know, uh, I appreciate you. You're, you're um, living vicariously 
through <laughs> you and you know you're a hero to me a little bit but i'm just like dog you're like a little bit boring um but victoria like she's she's you you could tell like she's definitely there for the like we re, the reality tv moments like you need that like troublemaker you need that pot stirrer or you know all of those um buzzwords and she's from la too uh i know about is queen like i said the queen like that's not the name but basically yeah. like oh oh what's your what's your aspiration what's your job what's your uh career and she's like queen so obviously you know not even me not even like being like uh you know being silly like oh i i'm gonna put this on here no she actually this is her job is to be this character yeah like so every she, everybody else's shit is like real estate agent um uh marketing specialists like hers just says yeah. queen. home care home care and things like that yeah like, um and the thing with her like so obviously i'm like disenamored with her and then like i go on twitter and i'm scrolling through pictures and somebody brings up like like post a picture of her instagram right so on the show like she's not really like good looking or whatever like she has bags on her eyes like it's, it's weird but like in a picture on her instagram like she looks she actually looks kind of cute so mm-hmm. there you go people instagram is a goddamn lie um but somebody like i'm realizing like they're not posting it just to show her like they zoom in in the background and like there's a stool with something like draped over the stool and like when you look closer like Mike, I'll give you one guess what it is. Like, you could get it wrong, but I... Dildo. I'm, well, somebody showed up with a dildo in the first episode, and she actually was number one on my list. But it was a MAGA flag, a MAGA, like, Trump flag draped right. over her, her thing, okay. and people were like, Matt, no. <laughs> it was like, Matt, dot, 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 no. Not her, or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. From I mean, now, because I, I, I read it and I retweeted it. I, I, I read it and I retweeted it. I was like, "No, I'm now. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Like so, why she is the way she is." When's the photo from now? I have no like, idea. Is it a new? Because uh, they filmed this obviously in like uh, October, you know. So it's already shot. It's in the can, as they say. Um, I'm shocked by that. I thought she would be more of like a, uh, I don't know, I don't know, L.A. Like, um, Anaheim, California, is was one of the hotbeds for the um, Ku Klux Klan in the 1920s resurgence. 1920s resurgence, Michael. Yeah, like Southern oh, California yeah. is one of the more racist places. Guess why? If you didn't know. <laughs> Because everyone fled to the uh, uncharted west because they can get away with anything they wanted to get away with. This is a we we talked about this on a show before. I said that uh, a movie re reunited the KKK, the Birth of a Nation in Indiana. We we talked about that. I didn't know about that though. I didn't know Anaheim was like that that crazy. Um, yeah. So, so the first date started off crazy though. Like you know, like you do like a off track you know, ATV. What do you think about that? Like, is like the first thing, the first date is an ATV thing? 
Yeah, and it was as funny. a black man, you know, like come on, I I don't be like uh, stereotypical, but I mean, like ATVs are fun, like riding them. Um, I, I did it. Like do it. I did it in Mexico. It was fun as hell, but like I was watching it and I was just like. I was trying to one like he's like going fast as hell and like she could barely like move it and I'm just thinking I was like damn if I was on a date like I would like go slow and I'd be trying to like yeah. show her how to do it but then I'm sitting there watching our shit and I'm like I'm big I thought it was weird when I was watching it and then like after I watched it I was like you know at the end of the day like I do that because I'm trying to like impress her but she has to impress him on this show. That's the interesting dynamic of the show. Yeah. I'm like, he's the prize. So, like, I mean, I would, I would love to be in opposition, like, where a woman has to impress me. But, like, I, that's why I realized, like, he was like, all right, like, I don't got to slow, go slow for her ass. Like, she better keep up if she yeah, wants well, this damn rose. <laughs> I think he should have did it with three of them. Like, pick at least three and then do the same thing and see what the outcome is. Because I'd be like... What I would have done would be like, oh, I would have pulled over and like try to like, damn, it's not working. It's not working. And I would have seen like a girl like, like hurry up, like different personalities. Like one like, oh, I can help you out. And the girl who tries to help out and the girl who actually knows how to like fix it, you know, just like find out different, like, you know, just that one person. Does that make sense? Like, like you can pretend like you don't know what you're doing. Oh, like you're like, oh man, I think I jammed up. Do you know anything about this? Mm-hmm. If you're into HTVs and shit. Well, I mean, the, the, the format of the show is like they have to have, um, he has to have like one, like one on one date. I think he had two yeah, on yeah. this episode. So, and then yeah, a group yeah, date. Um, because the last episode, he took the one girl on a, um, on a plane. I think a biplane. He took plane. her on like that was a, the same episode biplane. Yeah, there you but go. that's what I said. I, I actually I wrote it down. I, I go I go I go shug. Um, I just saw an ad. I wrote it down, but then sent it to you. I was like, I just saw a you know casting. Do you think you could be the next Bachelor? And then I go the next. Not if they one. got me freaking <laughs> in a damn small ass plane so, like that. So the next segment was, uh, I go then I go. Have you ever sat on a first date? Uh, so you know how to drive a you know how to fly a biplane <laughs> like new yeah. like you cannot I'm pretty sure these guys are like you know you know I, that made me laugh yeah. I watched this in the in the first you know it's just it's funny um yeah it's just like of course it's always going to be like next episode's gonna be like you know roller coaster ride and like things like you know it's always an event of TV and stuff I'm just trying to bring it back to like real life like you know like actual first ace and stuff but of course this is the show uh at this point um this show is going to go on for a while they, they obviously added more people to it because they're going to have this they're going to prolong it because uh there's less actual like produced shows like uh you know like you know like actual shows not reality shows yeah. so this is going to go on for a while probably till like april or you know because i don't know about the dance the dancing show will come back to uh that's abc's schedule but um i think maybe they'll do like with big brother did it as well i'm a big brother guy the big brother fan they had more people this year and then they they like at the end just like uh evicted like five people in like one week so i think with this show they're gonna like have all these different women and then when it gets closer down to final final 10 mm-hmm. 
no, they'll cut down sixteen to ten, and like maybe like they'll have a double episode. Like I know it was two ep- two hours, but they'll they'll definitely cut a lot of women in like one episode, which is going to be like drastic, and he's going to be like crying and all that stuff like that. It's going to be you know, but there, you never know because this show is very weird because there was a time where where someone picked someone mid year, right? Oh yeah, on the Bachelorette, nothing that happened this past season. Yeah, so you never know. Like it's like, how do you, you know, it's a show, of course, but um, but I don't know if they could do that because they, if you replace him, like you gotta replace him with like another like brother. You can't like uh, yeah, replace him I, with another white guy. Like haha. No, the whole point is like if they have more women now, yeah. they could just the show would keep going the same amount of time. They just edit it differently. And then they'll, out of nowhere, they'd be like, oh, I picked this woman to be my wife. And then the next three episodes will be them, like, getting ready. They, they can dip into the 90-day, the um, Married at First Sight. Because that's the shows I watch. I watch those shows. But, like, they can dip into that. Well, like, them getting ready to get married and stuff. That's just, you know, it's a very interesting uh, dynamic now because there's no, like, set uh, template because of, you know, you know, I know in L.A., they... They just started production again with like shows, um, but they filmed this in like the Wyoming or what was it somewhere like uh, different. I don't know, but anyway, what I'm saying is that um, I'm gonna see how this goes. I'm mean, I'm interested in this because uh, obviously, like it's like if if you're watching it, I'm watching it. You know what I mean? Like obviously, mm-hmm. there's like you know, because they yeah. talk about. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like my 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 whole takeaway from this week, as opposed to last week, like last week you got introduced to like everybody, so this week you kind of like knew who you like, who you dislike, and you know the people like you haven't really gotten to know yet. It ended up on a little bit of a cliffhanger during the rose ceremony, so some people got roses. Um, but you didn't see who got eliminated yet, so that's gonna be coming up this following Monday. Um, perhaps tonight when this drops. Um, but my takeaway is just like I was just like, man, this guy is like like boring, like he's kind of like lame. And I, I don't I haven't watched the rest of the other bachelors, obviously. I, I was you know, I'm saying like a broken record, but you know, all these guys are like kind of like good looking. But they're not really like they. they I, I'd assume that not too many of them are like charming. They, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't have, like they they don't have like a personality and stuff like that, you know. And that's that's why I was trying to wonder why I like you know, uh, flavor of love for the love of Ray J and um, I didn't really Brett watch Michaels. it, but the yeah the one with Brett Michaels because these guys were rock like, of love, yeah rock of love, and you know these guys were like you love it. <laughs> They were like entertaining. That was an old joke. They were. Yeah, that was an old joke. Like, you, you really love me. Yeah, I love you. You really? But Michael's like, really? Uh, and he's like, he like he believes it. So weird, you know. Like, you know what I mean? Remember that? That was fun shit though back then. But yeah. this is different. You know, this is it's, more a, it's a lot on the the women, and even like the episodes of like the Bachelorette. I did watch. I'm like the guys themselves like it's hard because like the women gotta be the entertainment and then when you're on a bachelorette and it's guys competing for a girl for the the woman like the the, those guys are boring too so it's like 
Well, I think when, every once in a while they have a guy who's kind of like wacky and crazy who gets like kicked yeah. off like early on. Then he becomes the bachelor. Sometimes I think he becomes like, you know, like the, the, I, I, because like I, preferably, you know, per, you know, like peripheral, you know, I see like people watch it, yeah. and I know that sometimes like people are like they become, and then I know where you see them on People Magazine. It's like they're like on the Twitter, and they're like, oh, you know, the guy from the Bachelor, like, oh, who is this guy? I don't know. People care about him apparently. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think like from all of these updates, like all people are gonna get from me is me um sub subliminally like campaigning to be the next Bachelor because I'm like, you need somebody like me on there, like on these dates. Because first of all, like I would really be like oh you walk in if i walked into a house with all of those women i'd be like damn i don't know how i'm gonna pick these like every other week like you'd see me like falling in love with like somebody else and like i'd be interested as hell like this is like no no offense to matt man like you you like you you seem like a cool dude i don't have nothing against you but you just like i hope you um you know get a little bit more you know, charming and like, you know, because people confuse like charm with like good looks. Like, charm is just like, uh, uh, you know, somebody like, you know, all right, like, I like this guy, like, his his vibe, his whole vibe. And like, I just, he doesn't have that. So hopefully, like, you know, as we get deeper into the season, like, I'm like, oh, all right, like, this guy got like some dimensions to him. Like, he just seems kind of one dimensional now. Well, Bree, Bree has had a deep conversation. He just like nodded and then made out with her. And he was like telling him about it. He, she yeah. was talking about it. And I was like, Oh, you feel abandoned by your mother. Okay. Ah, oh, let me get you in the jacuzzi. Okay, buddy. <laughs> Jesus. Final thoughts. All right. Final thoughts. Usually uh, on final thoughts, this is, to, uh, this is 2021. Okay. New year. I usually random, I randomly just say random stuff, you know. Um, I'm gonna keep it concise because I know my partner here, Shug, is always ready for a nice uh, final thought. So I, all I'm gonna say is, last week we had the we had insurrection, and then now we have impeachment, and then next episode that you see us and hear us, it's gonna be inauguration. So. Um, uh, I'm just I'm not gonna say anything about that because everyone's been saying shit all the time about that. With uh, Lita, Amy Dumas, uh, I've been watching wrestling. Obviously, I have a freaking uh, Instagram. I've been watching it for thirty, almost thirty years. It's a filthy, uh, carny, disgusting, corporate family business. Uh, it's, it's everything in it. Uh, I'm not surprised. Maybe I seem callous, but uh, I think that it'll never be, you know, like in a like a corporate environment like that. Because even when WWE had a corporate environment, they they canceled it and they got rid of the show because they know how volatile and how toxic it is. So you have someone like Lita. Let's say in 2001, if they kept WWE around. Uh, Turner, Time Warner, AOL. She says one thing that could completely shut down the whole thing and be like, you know, the big, because it was, especially back in 2001, it was right after Monica Lewinsky, which we talked about with the impeachment. 
So um, I don't think I always claimed that like uh, WWE would would sell off all their stuff to Disney and like by twenty twenty seven or something like that. So Disney would have everything, but I don't even think Disney would want to touch that even with all their issues. Um, I don't think WWE they know that it's there's so much dark stuff under the carpet. Um, they're just gonna write it out in the next generation as well. Um, Bachelor, I always love watching a new show, especially reality. Um, I I keep pushing people to watch Big Brother. No one does. Um, but Bachelor, I like. I I, I like reality TV. Shug mentioned it in earlier in the show where um, you know I, for about four or five years I did reality TV. It's all about personalities and stuff and. I just want to see where they take um, the queen character because uh, she seems very either in character or imbalanced, like straight up. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Um, it's, plus with like the whole idea of it being like, you know, the first man, uh, person of color, like uh, man, um, it's just funny because like that show always seemed so weird to me because it was always popular with like uh, conservatives in middle America and it was like a guy like uh, tonsil hockey tonsil hockeying with like 20 women or 15 women every episode and like it was like so popular with like and then like wife swap too like it's like it seems so like kind of like ew creepy to me but uh it worked it's a big hit been around for 20 years so now we're watching it and we're gonna keep talking about it and uh check out our ig uh, our instagrams because we're gonna be posting stuff about bachelor and uh maybe you guys can join in the conversation because uh there's so many different characters it's like wrestling that's why i like it too yeah um with the impeachment thing I thought like the encouraging thing was the ten um, Republicans that you know put the country over party with um, that and like you know you you can't really give people credit for you can't really give people credit for like the bare minimum but at some point you know the rest of the Republicans it's like when is enough gonna be enough. Like this man put all of you guys' lives in danger last week. Um, like when do you separate yourself from him? I, I, that's just my question as far as that. When, when is enough gonna be enough? Um, with Lita, Amy Dumas, like, you know, it's just crazy. Um, at the end of the day, like you, you get into this business or any business and you want to be at like the zenith of it, you want to be like the, the most, the greatest ever at it. You want to be the greatest ever at it. And um, you have these gatekeepers and it's, it's something that uh, is prevalent, you know, with the me too stuff. And like I said, it don't go um, simply just being like predatory. It could just basically make people feel uncomfortable or feel compelled or coerced into doing things at the sake of their employment and um 
you know, like I said, going back in the time, like it was kind of over the top for me. And, you know, it, it, I wouldn't say like it was any more or less like entertaining than anything else going on in wrestling at the time. But, you know, in retrospect, when you look back on it, like it did, it did seem kind of like unnecessary. And now finding out like the backstory that, you know, the principal people involved weren't really behind it. it it's, um, it's, um, very, um, depressing to hear as a fan of, you know, all of them. Um, and really as a patron of Vince McMahon, cause we, we watch wrestling, we go to wrestling shows, stuff like that. Um, and then the bachelor we're gonna keep updating it it's gonna um you know if you 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 enjoyed our show you enjoy this show it's gonna be uh really good um clashing of worlds and you know we're we're gonna uh update it every week and talk talk about it every week uh it's very interesting always something happening there i think it's the first show we actually have given our kind of um attention to so i guess yeah. because yeah because it's, it's it's unprecedented it's never been a black um bachelor and like mike just said like it's something that's you know when you talk about like flavor of love or for the love of ray j or any of those like dating shows like those are kind of like popular and like amongst like a certain demographic whereas like the bachelors like everywhere that's like the reality dating show so to mm -hmm. have a black face being the um the face behind it i mean or being like the 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 star of it is it's, it's interesting i think it's something that we could talk about every week because you know matt did say like he he felt pressured to for for a multitude of reasons to pick um this race over that race and um it, I, you know a whole bunch of other things like being the first every anything is is like a lot of pressure like i'm not saying like he's jackie robinson but it is um something it, it's something profound and you don't want to be you know you don't want to open like you you can't open doors but sometimes it's a lot of it's it's, it's, it's stressful to be the first one to open a door and 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 lead you know open up that you know that avenue for more people to get in because like i said maybe it'll be seen like the first asian american bachelor the first hispanic because that's the one thing people used to, um said too is like oh like some of these guys are from like brazil like the ones they had before the white ones like they're from like brazil or they're from like portugal or something like that i'm like they're white no it's like um tom brady giselle you know they're from their their parents are their parents are there's whole communities in brazil that are Euro, european they're european it's like someone in new york saying that they're native american or whatever you know um Shug has, he's, he's gonna have his uh perspective on it and i i love hearing about it and then i'm gonna talk about more uh, also my opinion on it but also like the structure of the tv and shit because i love um i might i might give a hint of wrestling into it because i know a lot of people have pers uh, personas on the show but uh yeah for sure yeah so anything else um any announcements mike yeah actually uh i was supposed to do it today but uh on sunday i'm doing round two well hey 
Uh, I might be involved somehow. I'm not saying I won round one, but round two of a trivia, pro wrestling trivia show. And uh, maybe I'm just there to interview the guys who are running this uh, event that I've been doing for about a year now. Uh, maybe I won, maybe I lost, but I'm, I'll am i be there for the recording of round two. Uh, it's uh, again for a charity. We always talk, we, we always do charities for, this, for the uh, event. We'll talk, I'll talk about that more on uh, my He's Gonna Puke thing. Yeah, and I um I recorded um a new story time. I'm gonna record another one over the weekend, and those will be popping up on the YouTube. Also, we have stuff already scheduled to pop up on the YouTube with the black seats um over the next couple of weeks, and we'll probably have some more uh IG videos on Instagram uh in a coming week because. Uh, Mike did like a good job with those um, this past week with the ones we posted so check those out this has been episode 35 of Shug Me the Mooney Shug Me the Mooney Shug Me the Mooney Shug Me the Mooney